City Current. Produced by Dakota Media Access. In-depth discussion with Bismarck and Mandan City officials. Watch on Government Access Channel 602 HD or tune in to Radio Access 102.5 FM. Always local, always current. Welcome to City Current. I'm Mary Van Sickle, and we are here in the studios at Dakota Media Access. It's a Mandan edition of City Current. Jim Newbar, City Administrator for the City of Mandan, right. is here. Good morning, Mary. How are you? Oh, pretty darn good. Yeah. Mid-August. It's already mid-August, Jim. It's very crazy to think I know. that. But, you know, we'll, we're not going to say summer is over because <laughs> no. we have a lot of that left. But and, school uh, next week, I believe, starts City Mandan? Next week in two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. get ready. Yeah, all the back-to-school fever is out there. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's so, a good reminder to keep people safe when they're going to work in the morning to say... Watch out for buses. Watch out for kids, and and please be safe. It's right? gonna it's gonna start pretty darn soon with those buses out there, and we have road projects still going on. Still going on till October, November. Yeah. So again, so the combination of those two, absolutely. It is. We're recording this program on Wednesday, August sixteenth. Uh, we are here at City Current, as always, to yes. talk about the City Commission action of the evening before. So last night, Tuesday the fifteenth, yep. Mandan City Commission met. They had a fairly light agenda, not so many items, but we wanted to pull a couple out. There were uh, some public hearings we wanted to highlight, and um, we did talk a little bit um, about a side yard setback. Um, We only bring this up because we just want to make sure people know that you can ask for a variance on these projects. Um, And this is a situation, and again, not to single any property owners out, but somebody wants to build and uh, enlarge their garage. Yep, and and sometimes houses are situated in a lot that aren't um, perfectly perpendicular to the side lots or or they're not arranged how they should be in the world. Yeah. Um, In this case, it looks like that's what happened. The the, the house was constructed a little, I'll call it kittywampus, (laughs) <laughs> or a little crooked on the lot, and and therefore the property owner asked for a setback or a variance. And in order to for the commission to grant a variance, I think there's five or six, four or five or six tests that you have to meet yeah. in, in order to um, consider that. And the commission looked at that last night and decided there was a hardship, and therefore they did grant that variance. Yeah, unanimously. Yep. Um, and as I understand, this neighborhood, or at least this home, was built in the 70s right, right around there so who it, knows why they did what they did but yep and we'll send letters out to um, folks within a certain amount of feet of that property and let them know this is being requested um property owner brought in a letter from their next door neighbor last night and said hey i'm perfectly fine with this this is not going to mm-hmm. pose any issues so because they're uh, the closest to where this setback will get a little right. closer to their line of yep. property line okay yep. so again yep. it's always good to have the neighbors um in favor of, of what that is yeah and, and it, you know, our job is to let them know this has been asked for and they can comment yay or nay on it and that will certainly the commission takes into account um, public input and like uh, mayor helbling said last night we did get one objection to the variance um, but again uh, the commission moved forward on it mm-hmm. all right another public hearing for the heck edition yes. last night this is a pre preliminary plat and a zone change this has to do um, with the neighborhood around the new high school Correct. There were, you know, in the the new high school, if you haven't been up in the um, kind of northeast part of town, 
I'm just directly east of the <laughs> There's west. There's some activity up there. West of the refinery, lots of activity. New high school walls have been, you know, they're put up. Um, rain sometimes hampers the site because it's not paved yet. Um, new high school is set to open in the fall, a year from now, fall of 2024. Um, this um, zone change relates to a piece of property that, again, the school district has purchased a larger piece. They plan on um, subdividing um, the lots on the eastern side of the property for commercial development. And this, again, just um, is a zone change from agriculture to CC. Mm -hmm. And these properties will be offered for sale through the school district? Yes. Okay. So they're um, what they want to be able to do is say once the roads get put in, the school is built, these are what these lots look like, um, and then um, offer them for sale at that time. But I think their realtor may be entertaining um, different proposals mm -hmm. at the time. So okay. if you have interest, you know, get in touch with the um, superintendent of schools, Dr. Mike Bitts, and you know, he will lead you to the right spot. But I think right now they're kind of waiting for the public to see here's what these lots are going to look like sure. versus here's a here's a line on a piece of paper. Yeah. So All right. this should be fairly attractive lots. And again, um, right next to the new high school. So again, unanimously approved um, through the process last yep. night with the Mandan City Commission. Under new business last night, there was a proposal for an ordinance on the cigar lounge, on a cigar lounge that's proposed for right. the city. This is an individual who has a cigar shop downtown. Uh, this is yep. kind of the impetus behind the ordinance, but the legislature approved cigar lounges in North Dakota, so this is all kind of moving forward. Right, Josette Dupree, who owns Big Sick Cigars, um, has been, I think, uh, several legislative sessions has been in um, trying to get um, state law changed that so that cigar lounges would be allowable in North Dakota. Um, they were successful in making that change um, in the 2023 session. So now she's come to Manan and asked about, hey, would you consider um, what would it take to do a cigar lounge in Mandan? Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, from an internal staffing standpoint between the fire chief, the city planner, um, our police chief hasn't been involved in that. And um, like I said, just to, to figure out what do we need to do to allow this or bring to the commission, here are some ideas that we have. Would we need to have a license? Would it be, what would that fee be? Um, by state law, there's a lot of building and fire codes that have to be met that you know we've adopted the state building code so that again that entity that uh, decides to put up a cigar lounge there's a lot of rules on ventilation and what the walls can be and the ceiling can be so that that sure. secondhand smoke isn't moving into areas where it's not intended to go and um, so last night I think um, you hear the term of framework here's some framework for the city to mm -hmm. commission to consider and then if they're in agreement with that then we'll come back and we'll start drafting ordinances along with Attorney Oster to implement what um, that framework agreement looks like. So Interesting. And the um, proprietor of this uh, Big Stick Cigars yep. um, also indicated, I believe, that they don't have necessarily a location for the Correct. lounge finalized at this point. Right. And it might depend upon the ordinance, I would assume. Depending on how that ordinance is written. And um, Josette was provided with what we were looking as um, kind of guiding points or basics mm -hmm. in that um, ordinance draft. And she was okay with what we had presented. Obviously, we know there's a lot of things that are going to occur. And I think she will need to wait and see what that final ordinance gets approved before she would then move forward and either 
lease or acquire a piece of property in which to have a cigar lounge. Again, you need to make sure that it will meet all building and codes or else you'll be able to construct to do that. You know, along with that, um, normally there is a, from, I'm not a cigar smoker in any way, shape, or form, but apparently you pair, you know, whether you have a, a beverage, alcoholic beverage, whether it's a bourbon or whatever, with a cigar. So there's pairings that happen. Oh. So along with that, then would need to be an appropriate um, liquor license oh, with that sure. too. So a lot of moving pieces in this. It's not just a pay, go open a cigar lounge. Right. Um, a lot of things that have to be done. So, the, and this is just a first blush for the commission. They were given the yep. framework and now they're digesting this information and we'll come back do you believe at next meeting or will it take um, next a meeting longer? will be uh the first tuesday in september i think it's september 5th um so if if we can get all the parties aligned mm -hmm. and the language written we would have a first consideration on the 5th and then a second consideration possibly on september 20th and move uh move this forward after that it Sounds all depends good. on yeah. there's a lot of nuances to this that uh, we have to think about and consider um, before just you know carte blanche yes sure you can do a, a cigar lounge and away we go well it's a really new territory for the city of mandan i think the mayor was asking someone asked at the commission uh, table about other north dakota cities do you have something to pattern this after and your planner uh, andrew stromi said not really not at this but time really we don't it's new again because the state laws just changed mm -hmm. and that would be effective august 1st and we are not aware of any cities that are even right. considering it at this time um but i'm sure we will get requests and we'll be doing our homework anybody else out there doing this and if you do what have you found that works and what yeah. doesn't so even across other states because this is not a brand new concept um, I think South Dakota has and Minnesota probably does and I'm not sure about Montana but All again right. sometimes you contact your neighbors and yep. see what they're doing absolutely rather than best practices don't need you to know. reinvent the wheel yeah exactly <clears throat> before we move into more new business I just want to remind our viewers and listeners you're listening and watching City Current I'm here Mary Van Sickle with Jim Newbar from the City yeah. of Mandan and we're talking about the Mandan City Commission meeting last night Tuesday August 15th so couple other items under new business kind of fun really um, progressive items that came out of the visitors committee right. recommendations is a public boat ramp this is yes. not a new discussion <laughs> but wow it's really moving forward so it is, um, you presented so yeah it is you not get the a, information here it is not a new um, discussion that we've had um, over the past 20 plus years there have been numerous requests for a public boat ramp on the western side of the Missouri Again, where do they exist now um, in in on the west side if in Mandan you can go down to um, Schmidt bottoms probably 15 miles south of town okay or I think there's one north of town somewhere I'm not sure where that yeah. one is um, Bismarck you have Fox Island you have what I'll call the Meriwethers yeah um, Grant Marsh around. Bridge area we yeah. have private um, areas you can put um, your watercraft sure. in the water but those again are private and they will probably charge you to do mm -hmm. that so again public has been asking for many years um, the area that we commonly known as car bodies because apparently in times gone by um, a lot of people would dump their cars oh, in this little ravine okay. and in turn um, I know that all of the cars I think all of the cars have been pulled <laughs> out of those over the last 20 30 40 years and um, it's uh, it's it's been shown to be this would be a, a nice location well this is a, a very very centralized location too it's that it is it's nature it looks like a big natural area between bismarck and mandan as you're coming off the grant rush bridge going yep. west and yeah. you know you can access this there off of mandan avenue 
and um, you see a lot of people in a parking area just to the um, south of this area where people will cross-country ski or they'll go on the nature walk mm -hmm. in there and things like that. Fishing, uh, people fishing yep. from and the bank. Park there. District owns the land on the north side of that um, watershed area, and that would be where the uh, new boat ramp would be constructed. Yeah. We, have this, a, we have an image, excuse me, Jim, right. uh, we have an image on the screen right now that does kind of give you an idea of where this lands, and you can see the interstate. I-94 right there on the, the left right. side of the screen. So it really is, a again, a very central Very area. central location, um, easy access to Mandan Avenue, easy access to, the, access to I-94. Mm -hmm. And again, we've got, um, or Mandan uh, Park District has the archery range just on the west side of this area. A lot of people will come down in the um, car bodies area and, and fish. Yeah. And they'll be throwing in lines and things. Not that you can't continue to do that in the future. But um, again, the call for and, and the need for a public boat ramp on this side of the river has been longstanding. Um, mm -hmm. We've had many discussions with Federal um, Highway Administration and also the North Dakota Department of Transportation. The shaded area that's shown on this, this view right now, um, is that parking area in there at all or that would all be new? There is some parking, um, okay. kind of a gravel area we kind of weave in and out of or maybe it's not even gravel it's probably mostly dirt and mud okay. uh, when it rains again we're looking at you know comparatively speaking this boat ramp area and parking would be very comparable to what is at Merriweather's okay um, across on the east side of the river and that's what we looked at as saying okay this will be enough we'll, we'll mimic and that'll give people an idea on what size we're looking at um, we were fortunate enough to receive or will receive um, funds through the state of North Dakota to assist with the construction on this. We're looking at total cost of the ramp and the parking area at about $1.6 million. Um, an $800,000 grant from, from the state of North Dakota will cover half of that cost. And then our match on the local side, um, the proposal is that three entities, um, Morton County Parks um, or Morton County Commission, City of Mandan and Mandan Parks and Rec will split that remaining one-third, along with the Man and Park Board managing that project, and they will have the maintenance responsibility. It's already their land and their, it's already their, their park that they take Correct. care of. So, yep. wow, that's great. Yeah, great. Um, it, it's really good news because I think that, um, again, a lot of people who are coming from the west or maybe they're putting their boat in at Merriweather's or maybe they put mm -hmm. go down south to Fox Island, um, we'll be able to do it here now. Be a lot more convenient. Yep. Yeah, convenience, and we think this will attract maybe some other commercial activity. There's about a 10-acre spot on on the property or just to the south and the west of the To service area. all those boaters and yep. people coming be in, that would be good. great. And again, um, we look at it as a, a great start. We know that um, there are several amenities that we would like to add you know, lighting in the parking area. We'd like to have a fish cleaning station, a vault uh, restroom facility rather than the porta potties and some other things in there that we'll look and see how the bids come in um, for this project. It won't be asphalt parking lot. It'll be permeable pavers, which will allow storm water and things like that to soak into the ground rather than run off into the water. So we're trying oh, to make it um, environmentally friendly and it's also um, cost saving over having a paved parking lot. Jim, can you talk a little bit about the timeline on yep. this project? It's a it's a lot to construct. A lot to construct. Um, I think all three entities now have given the green light to start the process. So, um, again, we'll have, uh, I think Parker District is scheduling a 
kind of a public input meeting so the residents of that area will have a chance to voice you know here's what we're looking at here's our concept um, what do you think and uh, like so there will be some public input and in turn then we will start the um, the process of getting all the um, Corps of Engineer approvals and everyone else's approvals to be able to do this and then um, at the end of the day if we can get through all those <laughs> processes in a year we're probably looking at potentially fall of 2024 or spring of 2025 construction at the earliest that's great so. all right well will this come back to the Commission at all you know I don't think it will need to okay. um, the, the the approval that was given last night was up to two hundred and sixty seven thousand dollars I believe and that would be again it's a great combination between city schools and, or cities parks and county mm -hmm. as a joint cooperative effort that we think this is a, a great use that all three entities um, contribute financially to it because we know all three entities will use it yeah that's great also um, visitors committee recommended another big project and right. you you presented on this as well this is a welcome to Mandan structure that honors the railroad yes. bridge which is going to be taken down and a new bridge built as yep. far as we know at this point in time and uh, it just honors that history and would be likely placed on that east side of the Memorial Highway so right. we this, got a picture this idea kind of came up when um, we were contacted by first community credit union they own a piece of property right now it's just green grass just to the east of the credit union near um, the classic rock coffee mm -hmm. and like I said you'll see green grass there right now the idea was that they um, the first community credit union were asking that would be a great place for a welcome to Mandan site. Yeah. And we looked at their drawing and said, we like the location. And at that time, you know, the Coast Guard was still dealing with um, build a new bridge, tear the old one down on the railroad side and things like that. And um, we came up with a concept that said, you know, maybe we can mimic the piers because the, the piers of the existing railroad bridge are pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They're large granite stones. Um, I think they're 1,200 pounds a piece, three feet wide, three feet wide, five feet long, two feet deep. I'm not sure exact dimensions, but could we reconstruct or mimic the look of those piers on this site and also um, uh, do a trestle on top that kind of mimics the existing um, trestles at the train bridge? And like I said, the piers we would like to do out of the granite stone, and then a mandan letters on the bottom and would be you know, lit up at night and things like that. There would be um, some plantings and some um, historical plaques and things like that. So again, all to have people remember, here's what the bridge looked like, here's what it was, mm -hmm. and here's pieces of the bridge that you can touch and feel. Um, but it, it also is a great gateway into the wonderful, city. Gateway. You know, what a beautiful yep. spot this would be. So visible and that, you know, the credit union's new building is very impressive. Yep. So as you're coming into the community over the bridge, th There's that's really a, really a great location. But as with, <laughs> as with the boat ramp, this is a kind of a long-term thing. This is this, this is, is long-term, but um, it's hey, it's got to start somewhere. So these are preliminary plans for very, design and everything, right? right. I, I um, kind of made that caveat with the commission last <laughs> night that um, our engineers that are doing Memorial Highway are working on going. Uh, we want to make sure we tell you that we don't know if we can actually construct 
those peers out of the stones. Um, we'll have to see what There's they're that. like. Yep. And but if we can't, um, then we can use them in other areas. And we suggested maybe some seating areas, or if you saw on that picture that was depicted, the the mandan letters are kind of close to the ground. Yeah. We could raise those up and put the mandan letters on the stones themselves. Yeah. And again, it's something that says this is part of history. This sure. is part of the railroad bridge. It stood for, you know, what is a hundred years or just about a hundred years. And um, like I said, our idea is that we want to pay homage to that and we want to recognize that and we want to give the public a chance to come and touch and feel and see. Here's what it used to look like. Yeah. So we might have to build the piers out of another uh, another material. Um, we want to mimic the icebreaker look. Sure. If you look on the north side of those piers, they've got big metal pieces that will yeah. kind of break the ice before it hits the piers. We're, you know, even talking to the engineers at BNSF, it's like, we're not sure how we get those yeah. off. And I said, well, if you can't, we can replicate them and patina them and make them look old like they do now. And, and like I said, the idea is to uh, mimic that look. Yeah. So you've got, I mean, the concept is there. Concept is there, yes. but the design might change yes. as it goes through a process here. And and as I talk about timelines, uh, Memorial Highway has <laughs> yet has, to start has a schedule. <laughs> and yes. the, you indicated to me earlier that the construction on Memorial Highway is the priority right now right. in the very near future to start. And they really don't want to be working around this. Plus, the old bridge is going to be in place for a little while yet. So yep. this and timeline is getting pushed out timeline might work out fairly well because you know if you know a lot of yes here and i understand that if east end of memorial highway starts and is reconstructed in 2024 west end in 2025 and in 2026 it might be time for the demo of the existing railroad bridge which moving these stones we don't want to moving we don't want to be moving them from one location to another location no. to another location no if we can think. move them and set in place once yeah. you know that's a perfect world you know, if that happens, great. If it doesn't, we still want um, to have this look and have have those granite blocks that, like I said, talking with the BNSF folks, um, they're pretty excited about this because they think this would be a fun project to work on too. Mm -hmm. So I think so. Can you good. talk a little bit about the funding to, yes. to pay for this? So um, as part of the Coast Guard's agreement and agreement to um, take down and mitigate um, the existing uh, railroad bridge, there was $500,000 put away, contributed by BNSF for projects kind of of this nature. So we were able to apply for a grant on that. I think we're successful. I think the amount is about $230,000. Um, hmm. This whole... Uh, monument sign and area we're thinking is about a five hundred thousand dollar project again very preliminary which sure. means there's 270 on local match to make up and the visitors committee liked this proposal um, the commissions liked it so they've approved up to the other two hundred and seventy thousand dollars to be used for the project um, again we are and my note to the commission last night was we are a few years away from being able to bid and construct and all that good stuff so sure. those numbers may change but if you like the concept um you know please approve the request and we'll take her from there yeah well again i think it would be a fabulous gateway yes. into the city and create almost like a little parklet over there on that end of east east memorial highway yeah, what's great about there is there's already existing parking and uh, there's already already commercial businesses in that area sure. um, that could also tie in or you know hopefully generate some more traffic 
by folks that want to come and learn some history on the bridge. Hey, I'll stop and have a car. I'll go get a coffee. I'll walk over. Yeah. I'll go buy a pair of shoes. I'll come over. <laughs> I'll go have lunch at Dickie's <laughs> yeah. uh, barbecue and I'll come over. So that's, um, like we said, we think this is a win-win for everyone yeah. on this project. Absolutely. Well, well, hopefully that'll all move forward. We'll talk got, about it later, I'm sure. we got a ways to go on that one. So <laughs> yep. um, finally, on new business last night for the Mandan City Commission, um, agreement for long-term financial planning right. software from AE2S yes. organization, a firm here in town yep. that you already have a relationship with. AE2S is an engineering um is one of the things that they do. They also do financial um, planning. They do um, lots of other help in the finance world for municipalities and other entities. Um, that relationship has helped us um, work with them over the last few years because we've been talking, okay, we've got a lot of big major financial impact projects mm -hmm. coming up on our scope and we need to make sure that we're doing a, a really good job of planning for how those things are paid for. Um, the need for some long-range financial planning software has been readily apparent in this whole process. So we were finally to a point where we brought you know, an, an amendment to our existing contract with AE2S for this part is their AE2S Nexus group that works on the financing end and, and things like that. So we've been working with them, trying to work some bugs out of the system and things like that, doing some testing, see if things make sense. Um, this would be to further that along into several of our different funds from solid waste utility to cemetery fund, um, water and sewer fund, streetlight utility, our general fund, sales tax, prairie dog funds, things like that. So it all has them work together. And what we want is to get a better um, picture long range on where, you know, whether it's property taxes or whether it is um, the amounts that we charge for water and sewer and trash sure. and stormwater and things like that, where those need to be in the near term and in the long term. So this will help us do that. And this um, is, again, a, an expansion on yes. a relationship that you already have with yep. them, just and moving into a little different we've area. Been, we've reviewed a couple other products. Um, some products are you, you can put your numbers in, how you pay for a project, here's a picture, they look pretty, they look nice, but they don't integrate with all of the other financial software that you have. Yeah. Um, this one is where we're looking for that complete package and we think this will do it. And um, you know, timing on this, again, we approved the contract last night. We will um, start gathering more information than we already have to be input into the optics program and or that the optics platform that they use and in turn um, when we start our 2025 budgeting session okay. uh, which will start after the first of the year we should be ready to go and this will be a very useful tool mm, on how we do great. things yeah, yeah. sounds so good it's great for capital improvements capital projects equipment um, personnel and so we're, we're trying to uh, make this as as comprehensive as possible yeah. sounds like it really completes our notes from last night is there anything else you wanted to add jim no i think that um you know it wasn't uh, the things that we did last night on the visitors committee i think are exciting and they're going to be really good for the community and um so those things that we like yeah, to bring, and from the especially from the finance end while um long-range financial planning isn't sexy or cool or yeah. things like that it's a <laughs> great help um, to our finance department yeah. our finance director and also we want to be able to bring recommendations to the commission that are really solid and sound and well thought out yeah so. well again you've got some real visible improvements yes. coming forward with a welcome to mandan structure and a recreational 
boom with the new boat ramp yep. that'll come in eventually. So all, that's really fun. They didn't talk about roads. There was no <laughs> sewer discussion, no water discussion. That was that was. We might have to chalk this one up wow. on the on the, pretty on unusual. the calendar and say, yeah. what's wrong or <laughs> what happened? But a lot of street projects that we have are under underway right now and coming. You know, they're starting to wrap some things up, but again. Our, our message to the public is please be patient. Yeah. Um, we have several months of construction left. Um, and with school starting, again, another reason to mind your P's and Q's with your car. Don't be texting and, and um, things like that while you're right. driving. Yeah, a lot of kids be quick. moving around pretty soon here. Right. Um, what about the raw water intake? Yes. Last time we met, ready to launch. Is that um, moving forward? That is moving forward. Um, I don't think we are fully online right now. Um, they're still doing some testing and, and tweaking um, pumps and things like that. But I was out at Marathon Refinery yesterday and they and we were chatting about are we fully operational yet, but we're still working some kinks out. So All soon. right. Lots of big projects yes. in front of you and Hopefully and behind, behind you, too, yeah. as We're, well. Raw water intake is one that's been going on for about 15, 20 years. Wow. And, and like to finally have that one um, near, Check that box off. Near the yeah. end would be yeah. a great, great thing. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks again, Jim. All Thanks right. for coming in. Thank you for having us. All right. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of City Current. For more information on what was discussed in this episode of City Current, visit BismarckND.gov or call 701-355-1300. If you have suggestions, comments, or issues you would like addressed in future episodes, contact us at info at freetv.org. This program airs on Government Access Channel 2 and 602 in HD or on Radio Access 102.5 FM. It's also available as a podcast on radioaccess.org and as a video viewing link at freetv.org. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of City Current.